You sometimes think that they can't do it without you, and they need you, and you can't let them down. You feel trapped, but you're concerned that if you pull out, the other person or people won't be able to move on, or maybe you don't know how to tell them that you no longer want to be involved. Hey, it's Dee and this is Canvas in My Head by Dee Gantor, a podcast of decluttering consciousness. In here, I talk about my learnings, ideas, and thoughts about mental health awareness and wellness through intentional living. These are the insights that I value and I'm hoping that this podcast with each episode will add value to you as well. Hey guys and girls, welcome back to Canvas in My Head by the Cantor. And today we'll talk about Stop Doing So Much. And it's our 17th podcast episode. So thanks so much for hanging out with me today. So let's jump right into it, right? Um, let me ask you, what's a typical day or week or month for you? Is there like too much to do or too much to think about? Are you trying to cope with what you haven't done and what you've yet to do and you're doing several things at once? Does it ring a bell? It's difficult to think clearly, right? You feel anxious, frustrated, overwhelmed, and stressed. And life won't pause or stop for us to catch up, right? Whilst you like the idea of taking the time for yourself, to take better care for yourself, there just aren't enough hours in the day, right? You've got too much to do and too little time to do it, and very little time for self-care. Now to share with you a quote by Eddie Cantor, definitely not related to me at all, he says, slow down and enjoy life. It's not only the scenery you miss by going too fast, you also miss the sense of where you're going and why. Let that sink in for a bit. I was chatting with a friend the other day and I was literally asking for him to give me more hours in a day because my 24 hours couldn't be enough to everything that I was doing and wanted to do. So for the past week, just to give you a context, right, the universe have bombarded me with a ton of opportunities that are all aligned with my goals and aspirations in terms of my creative pursuits, right? So with my excitement, enthusiasm, and optimism, I pretty much said yes to all of them. Well, first two to three days were incredible, then fourth day to a week becomes more difficult. I barely had time for my FaceTime or video calls with my family, my friends, and me time per se. I also noticed a drastic decrease of my energy and mood. I couldn't get enough sleep. Enough for me is 4 to 5 hours sleep a night and I couldn't get it. Here's a realization though. I loved that week. I loved everything that I was able to achieve from it. I loved every bit of experience, learnings, and struggles. It was like a 6 months worth of valuable learnings. Do you get my point? However, as I take on more and more of the things I was doing, my physical and mental health is depleting. And of course, as an advocate of mental health wellness, self-care, and intentional living, I was off the hook, clearly. But I'm not sorry about it though. 
Because it happens at times. It happens to the best of us. And as a matter of fact, I felt proud that I was able to acknowledge and become aware of the impact of doing so much. And that was just like a span of a week. Now, I talked about this in my fifth episode. It's titled, We Simply Can't. I said there that we cannot be everything to everybody because we simply can't. And it's okay. Now, I used to struggle a lot in terms of saying no to the requests or favors or asks from the people I know, but thanks to Mark Manson's The Art of Not Giving a Fuck and Greg McKeon's Essentialism, I have learned how to say no enough. Would you agree that too often we commit to too many people and too many things and then find ourselves without you know, enough time to do anything properly and no time to switch off. But we have to remember, like always, that saying yes to most things means saying no to ourselves or what we need. We can get so used to saying yes to commitments and other people that we lose sight of what we do and don't want and what our own needs are. But the sad truth is that if we don't have time to what are truly essential, our physical and mental health, it's about time to make a change and apply what we have talked about in the previous episodes about self-care and self-worth. Based on my recent experience, I realized that I was having a hard time to let go. So I asked myself, why? And here is my conclusion. I was thinking about sunk costs. The time, the effort, love, money that I've already put into this. I also worry that if I drop some of this, I'll be letting people down. Here's the funny thing though. You sometimes think that they can't do it without you and they need you, and you can't let them down. You feel trapped, but you're concerned that if you pull out, the other person or people won't be able to move on, or maybe you don't know how to tell them that you no longer want to be involved. Well, hate to break it to you, buddy, but that isn't self-care. I know that if you're like me, that you value excellence in anything that you do, this can be dreadful, but we have to come back to our senses, to the basics. That's obviously not self-care. Self-care isn't something that obligates you, depletes, or drains you. Self-care is something that allows you time and space. Another thing is, these are not only applicable to tasks that drains us, but also to people and environment that drains us. And I talked about the importance of finding your tribe on my earlier episodes. I think it was my fourth episode. Have a listen when you have the chance. So if we're feeling overwhelmed and overburdened, then letting go of some of our commitments will give us more time, more energy, and more headspace to better look after ourselves. Not only will we feel less pressured and less stressed doing less, but we'll feel less stressed just not having to think about what you should be doing. So how do we achieve this though? I can only share what worked for me just literally recently, days ago. Number one, identify your commitments. When I was overwhelmed with everything that was going on at home, family, socials, work, businesses and services, I realized that something has to give. I realized that I needed to reset my limits. This means sitting down with myself in my journal, listing down everything that I define as essential and isn't essential, what I do and don't need. 
and acting on it, I had to ask myself these questions. Questions like, are there things I can drop so that I have more time for me? And are the things I'm doing right now helping me get closer to my defined goals? By the way, if you need practical guidance on setting and achieving goals, I do have episode 6 for that. Number 2. Identify what's essential and what you enjoy. Think about what's essential to you. This is what I usually say, your values and your priorities. As for me, my top value or priority is freedom. Freedom to choose where I will focus my energy and time and money on. As Tony Robbins said it, what you focus on expands. So define the things that are essential to you and that brings you joy. And cut back on the things that don't. Number three, identify what to let go. I have a simple way to identify what to let go. It took me years before I was able to fully embrace it. But here it is. If it doesn't feel good, let it go. Knowing what's left is more in line with what I need and want to do with my time and energy. Now, I didn't mean cut them out all at once. No, just letting go of one commitment for the foreseeable future is a good start. You will find that it is necessary to let things go, simply for the reason that they are heavy. So, let them go. Let go of them. I tie no weights to my ankles by C. Joybell. Now, I hope that you've got something out from our episode today. It's very short but concise. And I highly encourage you to stop doing so much. Be kinder to yourself because you deserve some self-care. And before I say bye-bye, let me ask you this question. What can you do today to declutter your mind? This has been Convos in My Head by D. Cantor. Thank you. Bye! If you found value in this episode, please don't forget to rate it or leave me a message through anchor.fm slash heydesi. I would love to hear your thoughts and feedback and with your permission, I may also include your voice message in my future episodes. Also, I do my uploads every Thursday, so make sure to subscribe or follow so you won't miss any future episodes. And if you're new to the podcast, when you have the chance, feel free to listen to my previous episodes as well. To see my passion projects or to connect and collaborate with me, head over to the link on the description. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for spending your precious time with me today. This is Canvas in My Head by D. Canpore.